Welcome back to the Bulldog Sports Report. Today we are here with a special guest, the high school football coach, Dan Anderson. Say hi, Dan. How you doing, guys? Good. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the upcoming football season and like what to be looking forward for and just, uh, just <laughs> seeing what his thoughts are on it. So, so we're going to – who do you guys have week one again? We're trying to find it. Yeah, so so our schedule this this upcoming season here in 2022 will actually be the same regular season schedule that we had this last season in 2021. Uh, the only difference is is that every opponent that we play will be at the opposite site. So uh, game number one this last year, this la or the, actually the beginning of this school year, 2021, we played New Hampton at home, and so next this next fall we'll play game one at New Hampton, and so our schedule will go. Um, we'll play at New Hampton, then we'll be home with Clayton Ridge, then we'll be at Osage, home with Waterloo Columbus, uh, at Sumner Fredericksburg, home with Postville, at uh, Cascade, and then finally home with Dyersville Beckman. So yeah. uh, after that, you know, if we make the playoffs, um, which we expect to do, you know, then it's, it's up in the air. Um, you know, this last year we played Denver at Denver and then at Iowa City, Regina, and then we had to go to Beckman again. So, you know, we don't know what the playoffs will bring. We got to get there first, but uh, yeah. regular season schedule will be the same as last year. Yeah. So, like, what are you excited for to play in New Hampton again? I, I know we play these teams every year, but what's something you're looking forward to? I know week two we have one of our big rivals, Clayton Ridge. So, like, what are like, some things that you're looking forward to? Well, you know, when we play in New Hampton, we're playing bigger schools. So, you know, in, in Iowa, you know, in other sports like in basketball and wrestling and track and baseball and all those sports, everything is a conference schedule. But when it comes to football, we play district football. And so we don't necessarily play the teams in our conference. We play teams that are our own size. So that's why we might have to go a little bit further because we're not going to play a team like uh, like Key High because they're eight man or a team like, um, you know, a, a team like Central Alcater who's in our conference because because they're also eight man um, South Winnishik. We used to play, but we're a little bit bigger than them in enrollment. So they're not on our schedule right now. They could be in a year or two. Um, and so, so what I'm looking forward to with teams like New Hampton is we're playing bigger schools and, you know, we beefed up our schedule last year because we want good competition. There's the old saying that iron sharpens iron. You know, we, we believe that our program is strong and, you know, we've been make, made it the state quarterfinals three years in a row now. And I think a big part of that, especially last year, was the fact that we played such a tough schedule. We're playing two-way schools in New Hampton and Osage. And not only the two-way schools, but, you know, Osage won the district in Class 2A. And so not only are they a two-way school bigger than us, but they're the best two-way school in their district, and we beat them in a close game. If you remember that one, that's when Cullen, yep. you know, scored that last-minute touchdown, you know, the last minute when Carver threw like a 98-yard pass to him. But uh, New Hampton. Yeah, hard to forget that. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty exciting play, you know. Um, uh, New Hampton game one, you know, they're also, they made the playoffs too in 2A. And we, we beat them pretty soundly last year. But I expect, you know, we have to play at New Hampton. Uh, they're a proud program. Their coach has been there. You know, when I was playing high school football at Decorah way back in 1995, you know, their head coach at New Hampton was the head coach there then. You know, and, and, and he's still the head coach. So he's a very knowledgeable, a great football coach. So I'm sure that he'll have a good game plan to try to stop us this year. Um, they've got a lot of their guys back. And I'm just excited about it because it'd be a good challenge. I mean, it's a non-district game, so it doesn't really count towards the playoffs. But hey, let's be honest, we don't want to lose any ball game. I mean, we're at the point where we want to win every game. We expect to win every game. And uh, we're going to have to be ready to go because 
you know, they're a bigger school. They've got a lot of guys back and I'm sure they're going to want to try to get a little revenge, but we don't want that to happen. We're going to, we're going to be ready to play them. So week two, yeah, Clayton Ridge, really bad blood there. We like the butt heads a lot with them. It's a really fun game to be at and watch. So like last year we had, where it was, we had McShane, we had Decker. So like, or we did have not have Decker that game, but we had McShane and Gabe, like what, like in now Gabe and McShane are gone. So like, who are some players that we're going to really have to count on to keep that game rolling? Um, you know, we've got, uh, obviously, hey, let's be honest. We've got uh, Gabe and Cullen scored a lot of touchdowns for us, right? So yeah. we have to have some guys that have to, to step up in those, those spots. Um, but we've got guys to do that. I mean, we expect guys like Wyatt Powell, who played just defense last year, you know, he'll be one of the guys that's going to be carrying a lot of the football, you know, this, this next season. And, um, you know, we expect, uh, you know, Radloff and if, you know, with a healthy Decker, um, you know, I, I, we do believe that uh, Carver, you know, is going to be getting a lot of carries too. We, we may be switching positions and uh, you know, turning into a, to a, a running back or a fullback for us, you know, we want to have a couple of big bruiser fullbacks and, and running backs in the backfield, you know, Carver scored a lot of touchdowns last year, throwing the ball. He may be, we haven't decided yet. It's not, it's not a done deal, but Carver has been working his butt off in the weight room, getting super strong. And he's, you know, 190 pounds, probably or close to it, you know, and if you put, uh, you know, some of those guys in the backfield and, and behind a, a veteran offensive line, you know, we should be able to, to run right over some people. And that's kind of our motto. We want to run people over. Yeah. So that kind of led into a couple other questions. Like we were wondering if Carver was going to get a few carries this year. So does that mean Zach's going to get a few snaps or who do you think out, who else will be under the quarterback position? Sure. So, you know, Carver is still going to be playing some quarterback and that's our plan. Um, but, but, you know, we believe, you know, it's not just myself. I, I, I listen to my assistant coaches, coach Burke and coach Pomeranning, you know, are, are very involved in decision-making when it comes to offense. And, you know, we want to put the 11 best guys out on the football field that we can. And so sometimes that means switching positions and, and moving guys around a little bit. And as long as people understand that it's for what's best for the team and not what's necessarily what everybody wants to do, you know, we're going to do as coaching staff what's going to be best for MFL Marmac football and, and to try to win football games for everybody. And, you know, we, Zach is a very good athlete. We know that. Watched him play football last year, watched him in the basketball court and stuff. And so, you know, we, we want to give him an opportunity to contribute on the varsity too. And so, you know, there's going to be some open competition there and, you know, we can see, you know, Carver being a guy that could be like a wildcat type quarterback, you know, but in the backfield and, you know, he can run the ball or throw it. And there'll be times that, you know, we could have Zach in there and being more of your, you know, pro style quarterback where he can hand the ball off or drop back pass or sprint out pass. We'll have packages for both of them. So, I think we'll be a little bit harder to defend because teams won't know exactly which package we're going to put out there because we know right now that Carver's got the ability to throw the ball. I mean, he was a great quarterback for us last year, but Zach's also a great quarterback. It's tough to play two quarterbacks at the same time. So, you know, but we don't, they're both good enough athletes. They need to be out there on the field too. So, you know, we have to figure that out as a coaching staff, what's going to be the best 11 guys out there and how to, how to have the best opportunity to win every ball game we play with all those guys and try to give everybody an opportunity to contribute because, I'm not one person, you know, if you look at the carries for Gabe and Cullen and Decker, you know, all those guys get a lot of carries. We try to uh, distribute the wealth. Not one guy is going to be carrying the ball all the time. We do that for several reasons. We want to get everybody involved. I think, you know, when you guys get up to high school, you know, you, we want everybody to be able to carry the ball and, and score touchdowns. I mean, everybody wants to score touchdowns, right? But, but, you know, if we give the ball to the same guy every time, teams can, can key on that guy and find ways to stop him. 
Plus, that's a lot of abuse on one ball carrier if you hand them the ball 30 times a game. So we want to spread the ball out, let everybody contribute, make it so our teams can't key on one guy. And we've got good enough athletes in MFL Marmac that we should be able to do that, score lots of touchdowns. And we have. We're averaging 40 points a game or more uh, the last three seasons. And so what we're doing works, obviously. We've made the state quarterfinals three years in a row. So we've got a good system. And uh, we just want to make sure we get the best 11 guys out there that we can all the time. Like you said, Carver's been in the weight room trying to get bigger. So what are some other, like, uh, like what else are you guys, what else are you guys doing in the off season to get bigger and get better for this football season? Well, I encourage all of our athletes to, to go out for multiple sports. I mean, it's, it, you know, part of it's in the weight room, of course. And if we have guys that aren't lifting weights, I'm, you know, I'm saying, well, you should probably be out for another sport, you know, and if, even if you're out for another sport, you can still be in the weight room. We've got good participation in the weight room. I think since, you know, uh, we started winning in football games, you know, they, they go hand in hand. Uh, you know, I think part of it, we were started winning games because more guys were lifting weights. And then as we started to win more ball games, more guys wanted to lift weights because they wanted to stay good. You know, we've been able to do that. We've been able to maintain a very good football program for the last three years, and we want to continue that. And so, you know, not only that, you know, we're encouraging guys. I encourage guys to go out for track. And you know, it's good to work on your speed. Coach Kirkus has done a good job with their track program the last couple of years. And also, you know, we've, we've uh, integrated some of the things he does in track practice and our football workouts and, and even in football practice and, and our warmups. Um, you know, so speed, speed's important. Getting stronger is important. And just understanding, uh, you know, your assignment. So, you know, we've already talked with Mr. Bachman and stuff, and, and we want to incorporate some more of what we do at the high school at the middle school level so that there's an easier transition when, when you guys come up to the high school and play football. You know, so you're learning the, the things you're learning at the high school are the same terminology and the things you do down at the middle school. Yeah. So like what made this team where it is today? Like, how do you go from having a losing record to having a pretty good season to having great couple seasons? Just how what made this team? How like how did it get here? Well, you know, it's a combination of several things. One of them is, is you know, we've got a system and, and we don't have a grab bag of plays. I mean, you watch football on. Saturdays, you're watching the Hawkeyes, you're watching Alabama, you're watching whoever your favorite college football team is. And Sundays, you're watching the NFL. The way we do things in high school is different than that. I mean, I'm not going to say that we do the exact same things as the high school and the college level, or I'm sorry, the college and pro level. But what we do works, obviously, because we're winning a lot of football games. Um, you know, I've got a great assistant coaches, um, you know, Coach Burke, Coach Pomeran, and Coach Gordon, Coach, you know, Kirk Astude, Coach Wilkie. I mean, going down the line, we've got all kinds of, you know, great coaches, Arns and, 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 Converse, you know, there's a good coaching staff, a good nucleus that we've got going on right now. And so, um, you know, the players have bought into what we do. That's super important. They expect to win. They believe in what we're doing. That, that's important. You know, if you're, if you question what you're doing, uh, you know, if something goes wrong, then you don't, you don't believe in what you're doing. Even when we're playing good teams, like Iowa City Regina, who was on a 20 game win streak and state championships, you know, things are going to, they're going to make some plays, but the guys believe what we do. And, and even though maybe Regina would make a play here or there, you know, everybody believed in what our, our system on offense and defense and special teams, and they're well coached. They knew their assignments well, and, and, and they're able to find ways to win. And now we're to the point where we expect to win every single week. It doesn't matter. Throw us up against Regina again. We expect to win, you know, and that's the mentality. And that's so important in, in any sport too, is the mental part of it. You know, our guys, not only are physically ready to play, they know their assignments. They've worked hard in the off season. You know, they're unselfish. That's important. I, I stress that all the time that, you know, you shouldn't care who's scoring the touchdowns as long as the team is scoring touchdowns. And it doesn't matter who gets the interceptions, the tackles. 
as long as we're stopping the other team because football is the ultimate team game. And if, if uh, you know, everybody's doing what they have to do, you know, we can win football games and we all, all, you know, can celebrate when we win and when we lose, it's not just one person. So it's, uh, yeah. it's a combination of many things. Yeah. So like, like you said, we made the quarterfinals for the last three years. What is the difference between those games? Like how, like the first year we made the quarterfinals, obviously the boys had to be like pretty hyped up about it. Like what is it like, what changed in their head from the first quarterfinals to the third quarterfinals? Well, you know, I think, I think in any sport and any, any program, if you haven't been winning a lot, you need that marquee win, that big win that all of a sudden like kind of turns things around. I've been here a long time. I coached wrestling with Bachman way back in the day. And, you know, when I first got here and Bachman first got here way back in the year 2000, the wrestling program here was decent, but it wasn't as good as it is now. And I still remember the meet that was the turning point. We were wrestling against Charles City, which is a bigger school, and they were supposed to beat us. And our guys just, they had the night of their life. And we, we not only beat Charles City, but we, we pummeled Charles City, a really good wrestling program. It was just like that. We switched, everything switched. All of a sudden, now we went to being believing that we should beat these teams. And a lot of that is a mental game. And so, um, you know, when it comes to football, when we beat Southwind back in 2019, Southwind had beat us, I believe, for like 10 or 12 years in a row. And not only they beat us, but they had beat us pretty bad. There were some games, um, you know, I, I, you know, before I was coaching, and I think there were some of those games where they beat us like 60 to nothing, you know. And, and when, when, I, when I took over in 2018, you know, our goal was, we want to beat Southwind. They, they put a hurting on us for years. And when we did that in 19 and we beat them pretty soundly, we not only beat them in the regular season, we played them again in the, the playoffs and we beat them again and we beat them even worse. I mean, that we, we, we took that next step. We started believing not only do we want to, you know, maybe we can beat these teams to we're going to beat these teams. We expect to beat them. And we've got the mentality now that I don't care who you line up against us. We're going to win. And our guys believe that we're going to find a way to win. It doesn't matter if you line us up against Decora, you line us up against any bigger school, you know, it'll be a tough game, but we believe we're going to win. And that that's how our guys have, have kind of, and, and now that we've got to that point, there's really no team that wants to be the team to let everybody down. Right. So you understand that? Like, so this year, next year's 2022 team, you know, I'll talk to them. It's great motivation. Like, you know, I'll tell them, do you want to be the team now that falls, you know, is the team that, that, uh, you know, has a 500 season or less, maybe we go, you know, three and six or something. These guys don't want to do that because the, the teams that have been here the last three years have built the program and they've worked their butt off to do that. And the community expects more, the coaches expect more and our guys expect more. Yeah. Uh, um, what's the team that you want to get like the biggest revenge on from last season? Is it Beckman? Is it Waterloo? Oh, probably Beckman, you know, and, and there's reason for everything. There's, there's, you know, we want to beat them all, but hey, you know, we're playing back when they beat us pretty soundly the first time. Second time we played them in the playoffs, it was 14 to seven in the fourth quarter. So they were, they were beating us by one score. Then they, they, you know, they were the better football team. I'm not going to take any way. I could say that we played bad or we didn't get cheated. I think they were just the better football team. You know, they were undefeated. They were bigger than us. They were fast. You know, they, they had an all around town or a good team and they had a good coaching staff and they beat us, you know, fair and square. But what I didn't like is the fact that, you know, we were up or they were up 14, seven, they scored 21 and then they were up 28 to nothing towards the end of the game. And, you know, and, and, you know, at that point I called off the dogs. I understood our guys understood. We're probably not going to win this game. There's only three minutes left. Then they threw a deep pass to put another touchdown on the board when they didn't have to that, you know, it's like rubbing salt in the wound and our guys didn't like that. I didn't like that much as a coach. And so, Hey, let's be honest. We want to get a chance at Beckman again. 
and uh, you know our guys do too, and, and it's going to be at our place this time. And there, and we've only lost one football game in three years on our home football field. That was against uh, uh, Wapsie Valley. That was twenty-one to twenty. So three years we've lost one home game, and that's it. And we get Beckman at home, and we get and we get Waterloo Columbus at home. And so those teams better be ready because we are hungry to get them back. Yeah. Um, who are some rising stars that'll be coming up this year? Yeah. So you know. I'll be honest with you. We've got a lot of good football players and, and uh, you know, it's hard to just pick one person. Um, I think that the, the, your football program and your sports, it's, it has more to do with the, the, the guys that aren't the stars, to be honest with you. It's like no weak links. Like we had that saying a few years ago, you know, you can have a really good player, but it really, it comes down to who is your players that aren't the best guys you know, they can't be bad. They can't, we have to have all good players out there because if you have one weak spot, good football teams are going to find a way to exploit that. But the players, that, the up-and-comers, up if you ask, you know, guys like Driscoll are up-and-comers. You know, I, I think that Aiden Schulte will take a step. Um, young guy, you know, that played last year, I think he'll only get better. You know, I see guys like Schaller, you know, stepping up and helping contribute at the varsity level. Um, you know, Radloff's getting better. And all these guys are getting bigger and stronger. There's just, a, there's a lot of guys like that. Another guy that's been busting his butt in the weight room is Elias Hat, you know, and Brandon Christofferson, a couple of receivers and DBs. I expect those guys to have big years, you know, and, and they, the, you know, the next year and they're, they're only sophomores. And so I expect those two guys to get a lot of receptions and, and tackles and, and big catches for us the next couple of years. Uh, we got a couple of really good receivers coming here. Yeah. So thank you for coming on and talking with us today. We look forward to watching the next season with you. So good, best of luck. Yeah, thanks. Look forward to having you guys up here at the high school in a couple yep. of years. Yep, see ya.